Welcome to the Hear Me Out podcast, where we talk about everything life, health, fitness, and more. Here with Travis and Tiffany. Join us every Monday for new episodes. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. All right, everyone, welcome to the very first episode of the Hear Me Out podcast. How are you today, honey? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm good. How about you go ahead and introduce yourself? So my name's Travis Colley. Um, one of the main reasons that I wanted to start this podcast was uh, I'm a pretty closed off person, so this kind of helps me get out of my shell a little bit. Uh, I've learned quite a few things throughout my uh, lifetime on this beautiful planet we have here. Uh, I'm currently 32 years of age. Um <laughs> Sorry, if you hear a little bit of panting, this is just one of the dogs trying to jump in. I'm currently 32 years of age, uh, own two dogs, beautiful Husky uh, Shepherd, Husky Malamute uh, mixes. I've got Cato and Tyson as my two dogs. Uh, I spent about 10 years working in a steel factory, decided that 12-hour continental shift work wasn't for me. Uh, I've always been big into athletics and sports. I'm a four-time Team Canada member for 10-pin bowling. I've won uh, three medals for my country. Uh, I live currently in Kitchener, Ontario, Canada. And yeah, that's that's about it. I mean, it's uh, I'm big into fitness and love love nutrition and working out. Also love sports. Uh, follow obviously a lot of. Uh, the social social things that are going on in the world like uh currently covid-19 and you know elections politics i'm into investing um so i have a very very broad span of things and uh i just want to try and share my knowledge to maybe uh help some people out there or hope that people just enjoy listening to us talk about various subjects Okay, and now on to me. My name is Tiffany Griffith, and I am a very shy and introverted person, uh, which is one of the reasons why I wanted to do this podcast. Uh, If you know me, I might not seem introverted or shy around you, but if you don't know me, I probably won't say much. Um, But besides that, I am a psychology student at the University of Waterloo in Canada. Um, I am a two-time youth Team Canada member. Not anymore, but that's pretty much me in a nutshell. What you see is what you get. <laughs> All right, so getting into today's topic, um, everything going on in the world right now with COVID-19 is definitely one of the reasons why we wanted to start a podcast as well. Um, so what's your opinions on that, honey? Um, COVID-19 has definitely provided a lot of challenges for pretty much everybody in the world. Obviously, you know, traveling, uh, not being able to, at some points, you know, full cities going into complete lockdown where there's no gyms open. There's no, no, um, like restaurants weren't open. People aren't working. They're stuck at home. Um, I know some people are really struggling with the whole mass thing being mandatory up here in Canada anyways. Um, and it's, 
it's been a it's been a real challenge for people and i mean i've seen i've seen some really positive responses from people um you know where they kind of just said we'll make the best of it and use this time productively and then then i've seen a lot of people also who have really struggled with it mentally it's uh definitely cause some people to have anxiety um you know be be afraid be be fearful um yeah it's it's just kind of really unfortunate what's going on we're we're definitely living in an unprecedented time and i think that everybody really just kind of needs to band together cooperate with each other and respect each other and kind of just help each other get through this and with that being said as well I think something that COVID-19 has taught all of us is that as much as we believed certain jobs have job security in a situation like this, no job is secure. People stopped working. You know, no one was able to do anything. And that's kind of what brought us towards this podcast as well. Um, This is something that is not affected if we go into a pandemic. This is something we're starting during a pandemic. And as much as obviously we're not making any money from this right now, this is something we can do even to just bring somebody some comfort or something good to their day, even if it's just for 20, 30 minutes. Yeah, for sure. Um, So, I mean, I guess the first thing that I would ask is, 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 you know, as a psychology student, what, what do you think? Uh, some of the bad psych- psychological things that are going to happen to people after this pandemic are going to be? You can kind of see it right now, like psych- psychopathologies, such as like anxiety, um, anybody who is very paranoid about germs. You're seeing this become more and more prominent in society, which is very, very unfortunate. Also, I think you're seeing a lot of people going into a depression and really struggling with the fact that there is nothing really to do Um, it's very difficult because you can't go to work you can't continue your everyday life but at the same time you almost don't want to because you're fearful of getting sick yeah for definitely um i agree with that i've seen a lot of it already too with people being anxious people being nervous i mean i remember when this pandemic was first going on and uh we went out. We went out to Walmart, and uh, I remember I sneezed in the middle of the store, and everybody looked at me like I was the devil. You like broke a law. Yeah, <laughs> um, you know, and it's it's even with some people that I've known, and you know, you see somebody that you haven't seen for a long time, who normally you give a hug to, or even just just a handshake to, and I mean they're even hesitant to do that it's like even just forms of greetings people like greetings to people it's it's you're not you're not even sure what what's acceptable what's not yeah that's definitely one of like the weirdest and hardest things for me because if you know me i am a hugger and it's so weird to not hug anybody (laughs) (laughs) yeah um so i mean I guess the next thing that we can kind of get into is is just some some tips to to help people um, deal with this pandemic. I mean, what do you think? I think one of the biggest things and something I wish I did sooner was actually get ready for the day because that kind of differentiate your days. They don't blend together. And honestly, you're setting yourself up for success for the day. You're setting yourself up to be productive. You know, I'm I'm guilty of 
hanging out in sweatpants for a few days and you definitely start to feel like a bum after a while. So definitely take care of yourself. Get ready as if you normally would. Yeah. And that's, that's some good advice uh, for sure. I mean, I know I definitely took a different approach. Um, I, I, I'm a person who gets very easily agitated at very, very small things in life. So, you know, just for example, like, um, if I'm trying to make a protein shake and get my, uh, lid on my shaker cup and, you know, by the fourth time I can't get it to clamp down, I will literally just completely lose my mind because something so simple, such a simple task is so irritating and frustrating, but when it comes to bigger stuff, I've always found that I'm I'm pretty pretty good at handling bigger things. So when COVID hit, um, my I I'm fortunate enough that I've been able to work all the way through. Um, but when COVID hit, I kind of looked at it and I said, you know, my hours were reduced. And I remember looking at at you and saying, you know, um, I need to take advantage of this time that I have extra hours. So. You know, I started making sure that I did things in fitness that were different. I set goals for myself. You know, Uh, I learned so much about investing at that time. Uh, Learned about Amazon FDA. Uh, Just tried to teach myself as much as I could and and really just tried to focus on everything that I can control. And I think that's something that I I would love to see more people do. Uh, So many people throughout life just focus so much on on what they can't control and the things that they can't control that they forget to look at it and say hey you know what i can't control do this i can't control this i can't control how many people are going to get sick i can't control you know what the government's going to do and what they're going to shut down but i can control how i respond to the situation i can control you know how much i wash my hands or sanitize or you know if i have the extra spare time and i can't go out maybe i read more or i exercise more you know and i think that i would i would just love to see more people start taking control of what they can control and not focus so much on on what they can't and for all of you out there, you can control wearing a mask. Just put it on, people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, at my store, I, I work at a supplement store and, um, you know, we fall under the category of groceries as well as, you know, just healthy living, like vitamins, stuff like that. Um, that's why we were able to stay open. And I mean, so many people uh, would always come in without a mask and, I'm so I was I was so shocked to see the number of asthma cases that went through the roof, you know, as soon as they made masks mandatory and stuff. But, you know, it it is what it is. It's people just don't like being told what to do and they don't like being inconvenienced. Yeah. And back to the whole asthma thing, I think it's really unfortunate when somebody who really does struggle with that. Um, everybody else is kind of taking advantage of that diagnosis just to get out of wearing a mask when even people who do have asthma are doing their part and wearing a mask. And I don't know, I just wish kind of everybody else was more mindful of doing their part because I don't think we would be in the current situation that we are in now with things going in reverse and more things shutting down. And even where I work, I just started a job recently at an Orange Theory and we've had talks of being closed down 
But we talked, I talked about this with you already. And I said, you know, I, I think that the government is, is ignoring a lot of the issues. Like, you know, one of the things that they decided they didn't want to pay for was childcare for people to stay home. And, you know, you, you think about it, if you get 1200 say confirmed cases from schools that are absolutely positive you can almost tack on another at least 2400 people because mom and dad at home are now probably going to catch it if there's any brothers or sisters they're going to catch it and anybody they've been around is probably going to catch it and i said you know and it's it's one of those things of they they say that oh well a gym's the problem this is the problem you know but they they don't look at the fact that you know just here in Ontario, I don't remember the exact number, but uh, come Labor Day, we were we were around like 150 confirmed cases. And, um, you know, two, two weeks later, all of a sudden we're getting, you know, just in Toronto area is is 900 cases, a thousand cases. And this is all after the kids went back to school and. You know, they can shut gyms down again and they can um, they can do what they want. But at the end of the day, I mean, I can go to work and I can sanitize everything and stay clean in the whole nine yards and wear a mask. And it's OK for me to go to work, but I can't go to a stress relieving place like a gym afterwards and do the same thing. Like you can't they got to stop putting a bandaid on a wound that needs stitches. Yeah, for sure. And. Even with that being said, we're not here saying, you know, the kids shouldn't have gone back to school or anything like that because that's still important. But if you want to stop the spread and if that is, in fact, where a lot of the cases are coming from, you have to provide options for people. Like you kind of said, there hasn't been any like daycare options or anything like that for people. And it's kind of unfortunate, like online school is a good option as long as you are able to stay home with your kids or if you work from home, I strongly recommend, you know, putting them in online classes. Um, It's just safer for them. It's safer for you. And I think that's just one of the best choices, honestly. And I mean, we're just obviously we're just kind of spitballing here and we're just kind of saying our piece on it and how we feel and how we feel things have been handled and what could have gone better and you know, all that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, I mean, we are in the middle of a pandemic and, and everybody, our government, all of our people, um, you know, people worldwide. I mean, they just really need to do their part. Like if they ask you to wear a mask, wear it, just wear a mask. Like the the best way I can put it is, you know, if if you end up catching it, wearing a mask you know, if you don't wear a mask, you you could kill somebody. You could be the reason that somebody actually dies. And at the end of the day, if we find out down the road that this is all hoax and that it was all put on and it was all, you know, all the conspiracy theories that we see on on social media and stuff that, you know, some people fall down the rabbit hole of and and and, you know, b- believe wholeheartedly the social dilemma. Yeah. Um <laughs> You know, if we find out it's all hoax later on, you're just inconvenienced for a few months. And, you know, by wearing a mask and wearing a mask can save somebody's life. So that's kind of the way that I took it. And that's why I wear one. I haven't heard one person say I enjoy wearing this. Oh, obviously not. But I think the statistic I told you was if 
both people wear a mask, the chances of actually catching COVID-19 is about 1%. Whereas if one of you is wearing it and the other person is not, I believe it was around 7%. And if no one is wearing a mask, it was very, very high. Probably, I think it was around like the 80% mark. So that really significantly cuts down your risk of getting COVID-19. Yeah, and I mean, I just I I just hope that people can turn around and still obviously we're not out of the woods and things are have been spiking up again, uh especially, you know, the fact now that we're heading into cold and flu season. Um I I I just I hope that some people will start maybe focusing more on what they control. Maybe even just trying to be a little healthier, like eat better food. Uh, you know, maybe start taking some probiotics, uh, multivitamins, vitamin C, uh, zinc, magnesium. They're all great, great, great immune system boosters. Um, you know, I mean, it's never too late to start. So, I mean, hopefully, hopefully people might start, you know, taking, taking their health a little bit more seriously. And, you know, again, like I said, start controlling what you can control. Yeah. And with that being said, too, I mean, I know it's kind of hard to control right now, but try and keep your stress levels as low as you can and make sure you're getting sleep because that will protect you from getting sick in any form. Yeah. And I mean, well, we never sleep, but (laughs) yeah, that's true. I never sleep. And I've been holding in a sneeze this entire time because I don't want you guys to think I'm, you know, infected or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, you know, and, and just, just try and enjoy the little things like, you know, I've, I have never enjoyed being able to take my dogs out for a a WALK. I have to spell it because they're currently in the room with us and they will start going absolutely ballistic if I say the word. Um, um, but yeah, it's, you know, I've never been able to enjoy taking them out as much as I have. And, and I've really enjoyed, you know, just the extra time I've been able to spend with with you. And mm-hmm. and I've enjoyed enjoyed learning as much as I have over this time. Like I said, I got into investing and over COVID and just learned about, uh, about it and learned about Amazon FDA and stuff. And I'm thinking about trying to start start up my first, uh, you know, I guess you'd say like FDA account. Um yeah. But, you know, just trying to, you know, sell products, stuff that people need, things like that. Um, you know, learned a lot about supplementation, took my health and fitness a lot seriously. Um, you know, what, what was the goal I had during the summer there? I, by the end of the summer, I wanted to run uh, 5K by the end of August, starting in June. And I think I did it yeah. in three weeks. <laughs> yeah, something like that, too. You know, and it, it's it's a good time to write down goals and stuff for yourself and just start trying to uh, accomplish them and, and or figure out ways that you're going to be able to tackle them. You know, look at some positive things, spend some more time with some loved ones and stuff, because I mean, you know, out of all the restrictions and stuff that they have given us and they have told us the the biggest one that I have the issue with is is the not, you know, not spending time with your family type idea, how they don't want you to, you know, oh, you know, don't spend time with your family or whatever. Make sure you social distance. No, you should still go spend time with your family. Yeah, I have a Nana that is 93 years old. 
And she old. She she is old, but she's still kicking, and she's probably one of the healthiest people I know. Um, and as long as I was okay, I definitely made sure to go and see her. But yeah, you forgot some very important things here, dear. We also started an Etsy shop during this uh, pandemic. So our Etsy shop is called Shop Flow State if you are interested. But that's something we've done uh, over the quarantine period here. But I got a question for you. Sure. You're not tired of me yet? Well, you know. I I mean, I am, but I just deal with it. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, you know... I think that's one of the things, too, um, that people don't realize is how much relationships have been tested during this time. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, normally so many people nowadays with just how much they have to work and everything, they don't normally spend, you know, like 12 12, hours hours (laughs) a day with each other. and, And all of a sudden now it's like they're thrown into a situation where they are. So, you know, it's, it's, it's been definitely a learning curve for a lot of people and it's been, been tough and yeah, it's, there's a lot of things that are going to come to light, you know, just after the virus is kind of under control that we haven't seen yet. That's going to be, it's a little intimidating and a little scary, but you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get through it. We're also dealing with like the next baby boom generation happening right now. I can't tell you how many people I have seen announce that they're pregnant because of quarantine. It's ridiculous. Well, you know, you got to shack up and keep warm so and get your physical activity in. (laughs) I mean, congratulations to them. But the amount of people, it's kind of it's kind of crazy. Yeah, well, we got we got fur babies. That's what we decided we were going to keep. Absolutely. We have three. That's plenty. Two, two and a half. Three. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, I, I mean, we, again, we're just kind of talking about the stuff here that's going on in the world right now, and, and it's unfortunate and it sucks, but to anybody who's listening to this, you know, Control what you can control and just find ways to better yourself. You know, um, I have a friend that I work with who actually changed job careers during this time because he, uh, you know, this whole situation just kind of made him look at his life and what he was going to leave behind. And he didn't just want to be a salesman anymore. You know, he wanted to help people and work with people in the whole nine yards. So, you know, he uh, he changed up his career and it's that that's that's the way i i would hope that most people could respond to this situation is you know you do a little bit of soul searching a little bit of life reflection and and you know take on tasks that uh you know make you better or make you feel more fulfilled um you know i i left oh about a year ago now i i left a job a i worked at a steel company called arcelor mattel made almost $28 an hour, but, uh, I was miserable. You know, they were giving us, uh, 16 hours of work to do in a 12 hour period. I did 12 hour continental shifts. Didn't know what day it was half the time was always tired and miserable. And, 
needed a change and you know it's 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 scary to think that and it's scary to look at it but you know i i decided to to make that change and i'm a lot happier now and then this pandemic just you know made me do some more soul searching and and work towards some other things now and that change you made is definitely something we will go into deeper in another podcast but kind of like i was saying earlier with the job security, so many people told you to get a job there because you'd be set for the rest of your life and everything else like that. But I think the cool thing with us as a generation right now, we're kind of looking at that and saying, yeah, you might have a job that is secure or that pays really well, but are you really happy? Are you happy doing that for the next 40 years? I think it's cool that us as a generation are looking at that saying you aren't happy and what's the point like i want to do something that's going to make me happy well and i think the other thing too is so many people now like cost of living you know here in canada is shot up through the roof i mean you you look at how the housing market you know 10 years ago when i started you could buy a nice house for three hundred thousand dollars that same house is now going for 750,000 in 10 years. And it's like in the same city and job wages aren't reflecting that, you know, job, like it's, it's one of those things of it's getting to the point now where, you know, you're going to be working for the next 60 years. Anyways, you're basically going to be working until the day you die. So you might as well do something you enjoy and enjoy life and do something that gives you freedom of time, gives you freedom to do the things you enjoy, not just worry about, you know, how much you're making. For sure. And I think you're going to see a lot of people start to do something either online or they're going to start that side hustle and work towards something better to even free them up or anything like that. And a side hustle is really important, which is also another topic we're probably going to cover. Um, But I think you're going to see more and more of that. Well, I mean, through COVID, we already have been seeing it. How many jobs went remote and people started working from home, you know, insurance companies, uh, banks, like, you know, just to name a couple. I mean, people all of a sudden it's like, yep, here's here's your laptop computer and here's your login and you know and i i I think a lot of companies now are probably going to stay that way like you don't have to have a big fancy office to have people working for you i mean as long as you got your zoom meetings and stuff yeah yeah like um there's another podcaster named natalie barbu and she talked about this on one of her podcasts and i agree i think that it like going online is the future of corporate america and probably corporate canada as well I think more just like corporate the world, pretty much. <laughs> the world. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it's it's but I actually think too though, it's it's a good thing. A lot of people look oh, yeah. at it as a bad thing because I mean I know a lot of companies have talked about cutting down wages and stuff because now people aren't having to drive into work anymore and all that stuff. But you know what? I'd welcome that because if you've got little ones at home, if you have, you know, animals at home like dogs and stuff like that. And you're working from home, you now actually, even while you're working, get to spend time with them. You get to be around them. You know, you now don't have to pay so much for childcare or daycare because, you know, you can still cook them lunch. You can still take the time to do that kind of stuff. And I say, and, and I think that it is actually a good thing because you're going to have a lot more families and a lot more people being able to spend more time with loved ones and, and, being able to be a little bit more flexible with their schedules than what they were when an office is like, no, you need to be here from this time to this time. I agree. 
100% I agree I think it's much better I mean as long as the workload stays the same because I'll tell you with online classes which is what's going on right now I think they've definitely dumped more of a workload on us because they do know that we're home the entire time um so as long as I think the workload stays the same or maybe it might increase by a little or something like that um I agree that it's very beneficial but I hope companies don't take advantage of the fact that they are home well you know companies are going to try and take it advantage of it but i mean it's us as it's us as the people who are the ones who allow them to or don't allow them to you know and it's you got to stand up for what's right and stand up for what you believe in of course and but um you know and this is kind of what we're talking about too with controlling what you control and even controlling how you look at things right some people look at not being able to go to the office is like a bad thing and like oh is my you know job still gonna be there for me or you know um like there's some people who don't like working from home and and the whole nine yards but at the same time look at the positive things that it brings you know i mean Mm -hmm. in a sense even thinking financially like you go to a job at an office how many people don't even pack lunches for the next day and then they just go out and buy food well now you're actually at home and you can cook yourself a healthy meal instead of going out and buying stuff you know it's 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 hard and and to to be able to eat healthy and eat right when you're at an office all the time. Yeah, it's very difficult and I think that's why a lot of people don't reach their fitness goals, don't reach their health goals because packing a lunch is not something a lot of people like to do. I'm not going to lie, I do not like leftovers at all. I would be guilty of going to get food. Um unless it was a salad, but you know. Or Qdoba. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Qdoba sponsor us, please. (laughs) But yeah, I think that's part of the reason why people don't accomplish their health goals. And I think being able to make your own lunch at home, you kind of have the freedom to work towards. So it's just a little bit more. Yeah. And I mean, and again, all we're trying to get here to, to people to maybe do and like with talking about this is just just stop and think about it for a minute. Stop and think about what's going on. Mm-hmm. Just try to look at the positives that can come from it and try and you you can still weigh your negatives too. Um, we're not saying don't think of it, but just try to look at it from both ends because I find so many people now walk through lives or walk through life, I should say, with the blinders on, you know, and it's like they they just got that one division that one vision that's straightforward. And they don't know how to branch out and look at other things. And I mean, I think I think that's why a lot of people don't have a side hustle. I think that's why a lot of people, you know, they don't they don't work towards other things because it's like they're going in this direction and that's it. There's no way to turn left, no way to turn right because they can't see what's coming. Yeah, there's many, many paths to being successful, but a lot of people take the traditional straightforward approach. But there's many paths. You don't have to take the same one. There's many different options for you to try so if you find one way is not working for you take another way yeah and i mean i think we're gonna wrap up here but uh the main thing that we want everybody who's listening that here to to hear us say is we just want you to be happy healthy and safe and we want you to go after your hopes and dreams and all your goals because you know, the the best way to put it is, I know for me, I don't want to be lying on my deathbed and 
thinking about everything that I wish that I had accomplished or tried to accomplish Mm -hmm. without giving it a fair chance. And, you know, I, I walk, like I said, I walked away from a job that paid me almost $30 an hour in a city that I couldn't even afford to buy a house in. I could barely even afford to rent an apartment because of how expensive it was there. And, you know, I, I took a $12 an hour pay cut, $12 an hour. That is huge. That's a lot of money, but I am mentally, physically in such a better, much better place than, than where I was. And, you know, it's, I just, I, I hope that more people will take those type of chances and, you know, actually go after what they want because, you know, it's a lot better to be fulfilled than have a full bank account. That's for sure. And with that being said, that is the first episode of the Hear Me Out podcast. If you liked it, please give us a review. We would love to read them and make sure you subscribe to the podcast so that you can get all the new episodes when they come out. See ya. Bye.